0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 284 of the Drunk Cash Rays podcast. I'm your host, as always, I'm Tyler, and joining me, here, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Cables. What's up, buddy?
1: Hey, Tyler. Ha, nice to have you back after a long, long ha, getaway, I guess, for your vacation.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah good to be back.
1: Oh, well, from my neck of the woods and stuff, it's pretty much the same business as usual. Going through, doing my work, doing my rounds and stuff. But I have been doing some purchasing over the past couple days where I've bought the season pass for the Dragon Ball Fighters game. And I decided to take a risk and like just go down the rabbit hole. And I just dove in headfirst and buying that World of Warcraft expansion, that Battle of Azeroth, that releases next
0: week. This, this is how our show ends, guys, right here. <laughs> was, gets addicted to World of Warcraft. <laughs> Did not see that coming. Oh,
1: I didn't see this coming either. If you would have told me by the start of this... Just the beginning of this year or something like that that I would play through pretty much like eight Pokemon games in a row and then all of a sudden, miraculously, mysteriously, get addicted to World of Warcraft, I would have said you're on fucking drugs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but other than that, though... You know, it's just been one hell of a week so how have you been tyler
0: doing pretty good man uh trying to get back into reality a little bit uh this week after uh obviously people don't may not remember or maybe didn't listen last week uh we did like a we recorded two episodes one night a couple weeks ago released uh kind of like a little extra fun episode and um I i was in vegas meeting the taco ship guys uh 10-year reunion. It was pretty great. There was uh, 19 of us there, which was uh, pretty crazy. Uh, Had uh, the time of my life. Um, I slept nine hours over four days, (laughs) uh, which was pretty brutal. Um, But luckily, there was a a Starbucks every uh, 100 square feet. So uh, I was well caffeinated for that time. But then I slept, I felt like for two days after – I got back on Sunday uh night. Um Yeah, it was it was fun. I uh I'm just run through it real quick. Uh went out there Thursday, got the Thursday afternoon room with Jake, um, from US we started the show with over five years ago. Um and uh it was fun meeting Jake. Uh we uh like I said room with him. Uh he snores like crazy though. Uh <laughs> hence why I only got nine hours of sleep over four days. Um <laughs> Then uh It was really cool uh so i think the first night we were there um there was nine of us that were were there on thursday then everybody the rest came in on uh on friday and um it was it was really cool like uh there was like um, vendali was there miss Drunky was there uh fisherman was there his wife was there uh jake uh i think jason and chelsea were there um but it was fun like we went uh we Not planning to, uh, where we were staying at Treasure Island uh, Hotel, is on like pretty much towards the end of the strip. And the strip itself is like five miles long. Wow. And we zigzagged our way across to Newark, New York, which is a hotel on the opposite side of the uh, strip. Oh, no. Uh, So, yeah. So, we walked a long ways. It was like over the course of like, I don't know, it was like 10 hours. It was just a non... It was was, like... uh, It was like... It felt like Thursday felt like three days in one where there was like me waiting to get on my flight me uh waiting at the airport and flying to vegas and then the actual time in vegas so thursday was an exhausting day plus uh going from central time to pacific time so gaining two hours uh my body was all sorts of messed up Um, (laughs) the jet lag it was awesome yeah (laughs) Uh, uh, when we got back to the hotel i was just like i gotta go lay down for a little while um but uh, we went to like this, we, we tried going to this dueling piano bar in New York, New York. That was a whole reason we went down there. And uh, just to stand at the bar was $5 a person. Huh? Yeah. Not to sit. I think like the sit down was like $15 a person. Uh, but Ooh. to stand at a bar was $5. I'm like, that's okay. So we went to this bar that was like next to that place so we could still he- hear the music. So I'm like, well, you guys are stupid, and we can just listen to music over here. Like each casino and every like, it's just the strip is just a giant mall. Um, like it's just, but you can walk outside and there's like, it's just a million malls in wow. one, and uh, it just never ends. Um, there's, you, I could have spent probably two days in just my casino alone that I was staying in or hotel I was staying in. Okay, <laughs> yeah, woo, buddy, woo. there you go. That's been a long time coming. I've been holding that in for like like two minutes. I, I, I thought I could make it. I, I couldn't make it. Um, woo. But anyways. Uh, so. What was I saying? Oh yeah. I could spend like two days just in in the hotel we were in alone. I, I didn't see everything in there. There's like two dozen stores. Three Starbucks in there. Uh, plus the casino itself. Uh, there was a whole second floor that I didn't even go on to. That leads to like a giant mall that was next door. Uh, it was crazy. Uh, so. Yeah. So then, like on Friday, Jitterbug and Nurse and Justin and uh, Kobe and Cam. First, Cam. Speaking of the uh, the man on the coffee cup—that's my sister uh, calls him. Um, <laughs> the first thing I did when I saw him is I grabbed his butt, and it was glorious. <laughs> I walked up and I gave him the biggest hug, and I grabbed his butt. I couldn't. I told him I was going to show him who, who what raspman really was. Um, oh, no. So it was great. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So, like, it was pretty cool. So, like, end up all 19 of us were uh, staying. We mostly, it was like, we call it the headquarters, the Talkership headquarters, which was Jitterbug and Nerves had like a shared suite. And we were going to go out to this really nice restaurant I talked about a couple weeks ago that was like the prices weren't in the menu. And before we went, Nerves and uh, Jitterbug wanted to play a game called Is It an Energy Drink or Is It Soap? So we broke into two teams of six, and they had two they had two cups in front of uh, red solo cups in front of us, and we couldn't look at them or smell them. And it was uh, they asked us, okay, we're gonna name off two things here, and you gotta guess which one's soap and which one's uh, energy drink, just based off the names. And one cup had Red Bull in it, the other cup had some liquid soap in it, and uh, like okay, is it like which one's energy drink, Livewire or like Mountain Blast? and you would rock, paper, scissors, head to head, um, rock, paper, scissors, whoever won the head, to, uh, the, the, uh, rock, paper, scissors got to pick which one they thought was the energy drink. And you had to close your eyes, plug your nose and whoever, whatever you thought, what the, the, the energy drink was, you drank that one. And, uh, so one person would drink Red Bull. The other person would drink soap. Um, <laughs> so luckily for me, uh, mine was the Red Bull. Uh, a couple people didn't know cause, uh, the, Because you couldn't really tell by the texture of it. Like, is that soap or is that Red Bull? Even when, like, when drinking it, people were like, I can't tell if this is soap or Red Bull. (laughs) And a couple people actually drank it and got really sick. Oh, Uh, oh, (laughs)
1: no.
0: uh, People who don't know, soap uh, will give you diarrhea. Um, Very badly. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they had to leave early that night to go go back to the room. Um, Then... um, we uh, went to this like really really nice restaurant. some of the best food I've ever had in my entire life. Um, I don't like wine at all. So uh, Farva's wife uh, kept insisting that I drink wine, so we started doing shots of wine together um, which was awful. Uh, I thought I was gonna be sick from drinking all that wine uh, and end up she just got really wasted and uh herself instead oh, and man. uh so her and farva actually got like rented this room out for us this asian karaoke bar to um for like three or four hours of karaoke and they were there for like an hour and they had to leave um uh, 'cause because she was so messed up uh oh. and uh there is videotape of me out there somewhere uh singing gnarly's broccoli crazy <laughs> and queen's uh, uh i want to break free i think um so yeah that was a blast and then at one point uh because there was three microphones jitterbug bent down to go grab a microphone and nerves like flung his hand out and sent back to right in the face it was wonderful i lost my shit i fell on the floor laughing so hard um it was great uh we had no voices i think on saturday everybody's voice was hurt Our throat was hurting uh what else did we do um yeah the uh, mutton chop, uh, from Australia is like a coffee whore or a connoisseur, I guess. And if you ever asked me to go to Starbucks, he'd get mad at you. So we took a $20 Uber ride to, I don't know where, like the, like the roughest area probably of, uh, uh, Vegas you can go to where at one point there was, um, a bunch of like women that I assume are like cheap hookers, uh, so, like just standing on the corner and, uh, surrounding a guy. I don't know what was happening to him uh hopefully good things Shakedown. um <laughs> yeah uh hopefully and uh went and got this delicious coffee uh i bought a uh a growler of it which is like a, a gallon of cold brew from there and it was delicious um they actually have like in like in the coffee they have a little, like they make designs in the coffee and it was like really cool and then you drank the coffee and the design was still there at the bottom of the cup i don't know how they do it but it was crazy it was good um, I bought a, I went on Saturday, I went inside to do some shopping, get some like gifts and stuff like that. And I found that the, there's a CVS in there inside the, the hotel, which I spent a lot of money at. Um, cause it was actually like reasonable prices, like the beer and stuff was, and I found a bright to be stash. Uh, like they have like the, uh, Miss American pageant and stuff like that. It was pink and it said "bright to be" on it, and I wore that around for a little while <laughs> um, on the strip and everything. Uh, then uh, we had a BMDD on Saturday night. Um, at one point, uh, Jitterbug asked me to show me uh, to show me uh, or show him my nipples, so I took my shirt off. <laughs> and there's pictures out there as well on the Talking Shit Facebook group. If you're interested <laughs> in that, I don't know why it would be, but it's there. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah, so then, uh, got back to the room and just sat around for like eight hours, nine hours waiting to get on my, uh, plane mm. had to go sit at the, uh, airport airport for three hours. Cause my flight got delayed like an hour. Um, yeah, that sucked. And then, um, we went to go land finally back in Des Moines and we had to like sloop back around twice yeah twice um because there was too much wind so we had uh there was too much of a tailwind so uh, i was supposed to get home at like four thirty on sunday and then get, end up getting landing until after six o'clock so um and at that point like i think all of like the fun you know the out with all these guys meeting these guys it was exhilarating nerve-wracking um and uh just thrilling it was And I'm hopped up on fucking cold brew and nitro coffees from Starbucks for four days. Uh, Finally hit me like I was waiting to get on the plane uh, on Sunday and I just got hit this wall and barely could talk. I was mumbling like you would have thought I was like hammered the way I was like I could had like no motor skills whatsoever. Uh, I tried playing like games on the switch on the way home and I couldn't even do the base. Like I couldn't even play Captain Toad. that game's not even that hard. I, I couldn't, I just couldn't function with the controls. I played Picross 2 a lot. Um, so yeah, uh, I was exhausted. I got home, talked to my family for a little while, ate dinner and uh, slept for like 10, 11 hours straight. Yep. Sounds uh, about right. Yeah. So luckily I took Monday off and I basically spent the entire day laying in bed and, uh, Trying to catch up on some sleep, and it really took until we have, we have uh we'd, they shut the plant down on Friday, because um, we have the state fair going on uh, this time, so they give everybody the day off to go to the fair. Uh, I don't go to the fair; that place sucks. Um, but uh, it really took till like Friday for me to finally like I think my body is finally on like, Central Time and my sleeping schedule's like fixed. So yeah, it was, but you know, with the whole thing itself, I it was a blast. I'm really happy I went i'm um, hoping we do it again uh it was extremely nerve-wracking for me uh because like, i've been talking to these guys for eight years or so um at most for some of these guys a few years versus the other ones and uh i was the only one there out of the 19 not to meet anybody else in the group yet uh, everybody else had at least known a few other people in the group like i met them in person yeah and i had met none of them um and it was kind of cool like Every time I, we, like, I meet them in packs, like, here's a few of them here, here's a few there, like, hey, here's a few here. And it was just like, it was like we all introduced ourselves, but most, most of us already knew who we were just based on the voice, and, like, we've seen each other on, like, you know, Facebook and stuff like that a lot, so we all kind of know what we look like. And I'm pretty obvious being the only ginger in the group. <laughs> and, um, but it was, like, like, 20 seconds of awkwardness of, like, after we introduced each other or, like, met each other, like, in person for the first time, and then it was just, like, bam. It was just, like, we were, like, bullshitting on PlayStation chat like on the on a party chat or something <laughs> on a Facebook group. It was just like we all like synced up immediately and it was just like we've been friends for years like in like real life. It was just it was awesome. Uh I it was like I, I told Jake after we got back to the room on Saturday night, it was like I'm having the time of my life right now uh but I'm ready to go home. <laughs> uh because I was yeah it was just it was fun and exhausting. Uh I would save people that never been in Vegas before uh three days is like the perfect amount of time to be there for and either get a super early flight or a uh, evening flight because getting a flight midday sucks because you can't do anything you just got to sit around and wait for the go uh to get you know to get to your gate because uh, my flight was supposed to be at noon and um i wanted to leave a couple hours early and all i could do was sit around and wait um, until uh it's time to go to the airport so But uh, no, it was, I had fun. It was a blast. I'm happy I did it. Uh, I hope we do it again for a 15 year or maybe 20 year, hopefully 15 year. Um, Yeah, it was a blast. Uh, So yeah, that that was pretty much my trip. Uh, There is, you know, I would recommend, you know, you can look on, uh, if you want to see some pictures and some fun videos. Uh, you could go like on my Instagram page, I think it's Gingerboy five hundred seven on Twitter, uh, Gingerboy underscore dn, and or just go to on Facebook. Check out Talking Ship; uh, they have a really cool group on there, and there is just a shit ton of uh, video videos and pictures. And there's probably a lot more out there that haven't been posted yet. Maybe that's probably a good thing because some of those are probably um, pretty bad. Um, but, <laughs> <Most> <laughs> it was fun. And at one point, <laughs> like at one point, because I was wearing the bride to, uh, to be sash, uh, a waitress thought that. Me and Chelsea were married. Oh. Um, oh. So then there was a brief argument over who gets Jason. Um, <laughs> I, I lost that battle. Um, but I tried. You know, not giving up hope yet. I keep up the good fight. Um, yeah. That is mine. That was my trip. Uh, sorry to get a little long-winded with that. Um, but there is a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of news oh. uh, that happened this week. I was worried with us being – off last week of not doing a normal show and like watch it's gonna be like it's gonna be like e3 or something like everything's gonna happen and surprisingly not a lot happened Not i guess not not too surprising because it's been summertime but this week it started off with a bang it seemed like every day was something big yep that happened uh in the world of gaming so yeah so i think we'll start with um start with some of the good news first uh so, it started off, I think it was like a Monday night or Tuesday morning. They announced... Uh, Nintendo announced that there's going to be a Smash Bros. Ultimate Direct. Uh, and I think that was on Wednesday morning. I was able to uh, avoid spoilers all day and then uh, watch it when I got home. Which was tough to do, um, being so early in the morning. Um, I think it was like, what, 7 of your time? 9 o'clock my time. Um, so, made for a very long day. when I just want to know what happened. So, anyways... Um, a lot of news came out of this, uh, starting off with uh, uh, Luigi died, man. <laughs> Luigi off. That was crazy. Didn't see that happen. But um, Simon Belna, uh, Belmont was announced uh, as a fighter um, from the Castlevania series, along with Richter, who is an Echo fighter for Simon. Uh, showed off a bunch of assist trophies and different items and Pokemon that come on the Pokeballs. Uh, Chrome uh, and Dark Samus. Uh, now it says echo fighters uh, is chrome echo fighter for like marth or
1: let's see Maybe i think I'm... for what chrome is is like an echo fighter it looks like for ike possibly because oh, there's ike. like various okay. moves that look like in the video where it's like a mixture between like marth and like ike and stuff like that but i'm assuming it's okay. probably an echo fighter or two like ike
0: okay I, I missed that part but dark samus is the echo fighter for samus obviously um there's going to be more more character designs to come. All, all characters will be revealed before launch. Meaning there's probably going to be more Echo characters at, at the very least. Possibly more characters at most. Um, you can actually save game type preferences. Uh, which is, I don't know why it took six games to do it. But they finally did it. Where, um, it used to be when you go in and do a smash mode. you always It always was set for two minute uh, games. And you had to go in every single time and change it to stock. Because everybody plays stock. That's a real way to play Smash Brothers, and or you can change it to whatever games type you want to do. Now you can actually save it, and it will just stay like that. Um, you actually now you pick maps before you pick characters, and there's 103 maps. Um, that's not including like the battlefield and final destination stuff. Apparently, there's like there's like over 300 different combinations you can do with that. Um, they announced a five v five and a three v three mode, uh, which is really cool. That's something I really liked about Dragon Ball Fighters, and I guess uh, like. Uh, like marvel versus capcom has been doing that for years um so it's cool to hear see if they're bringing that along uh, they are doing a stage morph uh that allows you to change. Oh, you can set it up so like the, the stages will change mid-match um, you can set it up like at with the one minute mark you could do it like randomly um but at the beginning of it you could pick two different stages and at the at some point in the, the middle of the match it'll switch um to a different stage uh, like I said, 103 levels and over 900 hours of music, and you can actually, like, if you want to, which I don't know you would, but you can use your Switch as, like, an iPod, uh, and you can put your Switch in, like, a sleep mode, essentially, and listen to the music with the headphones um, as you, like, walk down the street. Uh, then King K. Rule was announced as a new character, uh, which was a really awesome troll, and if you haven't seen the uh, Nintendo New York store where people were watching it live, uh the reactions uh, to that when they got trolled a little bit, when it was like King D2D, uh, were like th- from the people there was was awesome. Like they they fully bought into it when like they showed the shadow of King K rule, people were losing their mind. And then like the t- then there was uh, King D2D took the, <laughs> the 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 costume off and it was him. And I was like ah. And then uh, King K rule came back and attacked uh, attacked him and uh, everybody freaked out again. It was pretty cool. Uh, so far now there are 73 fighters announced, um, and there is one mode that is kept secret. They actually blurred it out of the main menu. They're going to announce it later, but it looks like it's going to be called Spirit, um, according to some people that like have kind of looked into it. Like the uh, the um, the outline of it of the blurred part kind of makes out like Spirit, and also the uh, on the Japanese direct people are trying to figure out what the uh, translated what they can see from the blur. And it looks like it kind of says Spirit. So nobody really knows what that is. Um, But we'll we'll hear more about that soon, they said. Uh, So Gables, what did you think of the Nintendo Direct? Okay.
1: Where to begin here? Um, Let's see. When the Nintendo Direct was going on and stuff, I obviously was at work. So I went ahead during my lunch break, went over to like uh, Safeway and stuff, just like chilled. And I just started watching a little bit of it. And like the moment... The moment the video began and stuff, and all of a sudden I just see Luigi walking into a castle. It's like, wait a minute, no, it can't be right. Then all of a sudden I just started seeing familiar faces from like uh, the the Castlevania series pop up one at the time. I'm like, oh, is that a mummy? It's like, wait a minute, that looks like Medusa. It's like, all of a sudden death comes over in front of Luigi. It's like, oh my god! <laughs> Not only that, he fucking kills him right then and there. It's like, what the fuck is going on? And it's like, yep, it's Simon Belmont. And not just any version of Simon Belmont. It's the one that's originally on the cover art for the NES games. (laughs) No. The inclusion of Simon Belmont I've been wanting inside of Smash for quite a long time now. I mean, as far back that I can remember, say, as uh, Super Smash Bros. Brawl. (laughs) Back around Yeah, 2008. But, uh, even though I've... Let's see. Simon Belmont... Though he did sort of surprise me and stuff like that, I was kind of expecting things to possibly go that way, considering that there were pretty much like a bunch of other types of things maybe suggesting that he could possibly be inside there. But what made me even more like, just kind of surprised though, it just kind of like took me off guard was the inclusion of Richter Belmont, which that's, that in of itself is a great touch to the detail. It's like I was not expecting another fighter from the Castlevania series all of a sudden to just be alongside, like, Simon. And it makes total sense, too, considering that, uh, from my perspective, because of the moveset of, say, Simon Belmont is sort of limited in terms of uh, how he was in terms of, like, say, Castlevania and then Super Castlevania Four. So the only other Belmont that actually has a more various moveset is Richter. And so combining the two move, you know, the two, like, attacks and everything together... And having Richter be like an Echo Fighter for Simon, that makes a hell of a lot of sense. And I was kind of surprised I did not think of that type of option earlier. But it's pretty cool because it's like you got got representation from pretty much two games that uh, their versions... Let's see. Were not very much known inside the West up until like the PSP release. Well, Richter's game was not even released stateside until like about uh, on the PSP I think around 2008-2009 or something with the Dracula X Chronicles. I mean Symphony of the Night, I mean yeah he was in that too but it's like he wasn't the center point. It was Alucard which honestly was later confirmed as an assist trophy too which that blows my mind because it's like Castlevania Symphony of the Night. We're getting tracks from that game inside of Smash and we're getting like Alucard and like the various like things of Castlevania on there and it's like that game Never appeared on Nintendo systems. Not even any mentions of it. Yeah. That is weird as hell to me.
0: <laughs> it's like, well, it's like Cloud being in Smash Bros.
1: Exactly. It sort of feels like... like it that way to me. But I'll yeah. tell you what, though, it's like I'm excited to see Castlevania finally represented inside of this like All Star sort of like, not just this All Star matchup, where it just feels like it's it's basically a big old pipe dream that Super Smash Brothers in conception probably never was probably meant to be like that when it first started, but that's how everyone else of the fans over the years kind of expected it to be, sort of like similar to what we're getting this December (laughs) in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I love the inclusion of Krom and Dark Samus, more so Dark Samus because that character I actually would love to try to play a little bit as, plus it's the only other character I can think of in the Metroid series that actually makes any logical sense of being on the main roster. I mean, you have like other type of like hunters and stuff from uh, Metroid Prime Hunters and stuff like that, but those probably could be at best, maybe assist trophies. But at the same time, even with a bunch of the Echo Fighters, it just kind of blows my mind that even after the confirmation that and also the whole thing with the King K. rule, which that kind of threw me off guard by surprise, it's like, no... No, what really pissed me off though is the way I found out K Rule was inside Smash was that one of my friends at work saw the fucking video something like on Facebook and as I'm coming back from my lunch break, he's like, hey, you know, they confirmed K Rule in the Smash Brothers, right? I'm like, what?
0: Oh, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: hence, he's also the reason why I have not or want to play Far Cry 5 right now because he fucking spoiled the ending for me. <laughs> <laughs> Months ago, uh,
0: but uh, at that point, fuck it... that guy. <laughs> that guy's an asshole. Yeah, you tell him when you when you see him now. <laughs> this, this guy I recorded with out in Iowa you said <laughs> you an asshole. You let him know that.
1: Oh boy, <clears throat> and honestly, he's actually even though he technically is sort of like an asshole, and I've actually said to him, it's like, man, you're like a fucking cat. But anyway. Anyway, I find out about that. That all of a sudden, immediately, as soon as my last break is, I watch the King K. Rule reveal, and I see Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong just chilling. You see the montage of the heroes and the, and the villains fighting each other and stuff throughout the Nintendo universe, and all of a sudden, you have the flickering of the screen, and you have Donkey Kong and Diddy just chilling, hearing this rumbling sound. It's like, man, just seeing K. Rule like what they thought was K. Rule, and then like King Day to Day, and they're like, what the fuck. Then, like, all of a sudden, just seeing K. Rule just appear, just kick the shit out of DDD, just go forth and just do what he's doing. And not only that, the moves that he's using, some of those moves are directly from the Donkey Kong Country games. (laughs) Like his uh, spinning crown attack, it's like all this other stuff, the freaking things from Donkey Kong Country 2 where he's using this freaking musket and stuff, shooting cannonballs out of it. Man, that was awesome. Dude, it seems like one by one... Sakurai is just basically hitting everything on the wish list of Smash fans. Customizable rules to the extent where you can actually go forth and you can actually just toggle on and off the freaking Final Smash stuff to like round robin sort of like rule sets and stuff or you can let the, you can let people like say that lost around pick like whatever you can do next or the whole morphing of stages. That's crazy in and of itself though. My overall impression after like watching the entirety of that direct then subsequently re-watching it about two or three times and seeing other people react to it and then just seeing guys like uh fighting game fans like maximilian dude who's like really heavy fighting game like player and stuff just losing his shit because like simon Belmont and like fucking dark samus and like seeing this and like th- like big old other youtubers and say like uh for that let's see guys like shofu and stuff like that just big old Pokemon fan and stuff and big old like things and he's just him and his friends losing their shit, it's like, man, it takes, I'm going to say this right now, for me, it takes a hell of a lot for me to actually get that excited about a game, I mean, here's the thing, video games, it's like, hey, I've played enough of them to where I've seen a bunch of reveals, I've seen a bunch of good stuff, seen a bunch of heartbreak in terms of game reveals, gameplays, just stuff like that, but actually going forth and just Coming forth with the effort and stuff that uh, I'm seeing from Sakurai, this this just not only this direct not only impressed me, but it just blew my mind just how much content is stuffed inside this, even after the Smash Brothers game that they released on the Wii U. I thought that was one of the best Smash Brothers games, but this one, it's like, you got 28 hours of musical tracks, you got over 100 freaking stages to choose from. And there's still a lot more to be revealed inside this game, and I, and I actually did not notice this up until I rewatched it. But these are not all the characters. These are not all the characters that are going to be fucking like revealed before the end of the freaking before it releases. It's like what
0: Wah. what
1: other characters besides some of the obvious can you actually fit inside? Uh, you know, fit inside there. You know, I I'm just fucking happy with what I got right now. <laughs>
0: No, I'm not, never satisfied. <laughs> there, there's there's two things you could do to satisfy me with this game. And what's that? One's unrealistic. The other one, it should have happened years ago. Okay. Obviously, Waluigi. Yeah. Get that motherfucker in the game. And two, this one will never happen. But but you never know. I want the boop the boopa guy from the pink thing from Dragon Ball Fighters. The pink thing. If we can get pers- that in there. What's the the Bobby? Booba?
1: <laughs>
0: What's the fat pink guy?
1: Majin Boo? Yeah,
0: Majin Boo. Get that guy in there. That guy's awesome.
1: Dude, I'll tell you I want him. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what will make everybody lose their shit if, say, somehow they got Goku inside of there.
0: <laughs> no, nope, not good enough. I want Majin Boo. Get him in the game. Man, you really That's like playing as Majin Boo, don't you? He's the best character. <laughs> He's the best character in the yeah, other than the one guy with the blonde hair and the and the leather jacket, can't remember his name. Trunks. Yeah, that guy's awesome. Yeah, too. Trunks is awesome to combo he... with. He... But he's no Majin Buu. No,
1: that's true.
0: <laughs> but dude, but if you, if you can get Hyperlight Drifter guy in there too, that'd be great too. Oh,
1: oh man, man. Speaking of indie characters and stuff like that, you see Shovel Knight as an assist trophy. Man.
0: Bullshit, man. Ah. I was when I saw him, I'm like, oh. <gasps> Oh.
1: That's exactly oh. that's actually the reaction I had with Alucard from Castlevania. Mm. But at the same point, I'm at that I'm at that point in self where it's like, you know, that's not so bad. I mean, yeah, I would love to have him as a character, but man, look at all these yeah. fucking good characters that we're getting. You know?
0: Oh yeah, I mean, it's hard. To, I mean, it's hard to complain. This game, it, it's like, it really feels like the ultimate. Like they're living up to that, We're like every fighting game seems like there's a super version then there's an ultimate version yeah um deluxe version you know like dude like street fighter and
1: you know what they're doing right this feels like it's
0: it what
1: you know you know what they're doing right they're making this game so like colossal and stuff like that i don't know if they'll ever top that
0: yeah dude this yeah. feels like the it's...
1: last smash brothers game
0: yeah it, it, it's it's crazy it's like this game isn't even I gotta sneeze again. oh right. boy oh no it's gone it's gone Uh, sorry Uh, no it's just like like the game is like four months away and I'm just sitting there like how are they going to top this damn game like that's the way I felt E3 when they announced all the characters I'm like this is it like there's you can't come back from this like I don't know what you can do besides like minor like adjustments uh, on the next one like because you you gotta you have to bring all the characters back every time now like you, you, can't like not bring back every character. I
1: know. Look at like, the new characters they brought inside this game already. You know, just new yeah. characters. You have the Inkling. You have like guys like Ridley. Fucking now you got like Simon and Richter Belmont. You got like Crom, Dark Samus. You got King K. Rule inside there as well. On top of all the characters that were not there in the last Smash Brothers game, like you know, like Pac-Man. Like well, actually, Pac-Man was in there. Snake. You know, fucking Snake. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Pichu, Young Link, Toon Link. Oh my god, yeah, that's crazy. Even the ice climbers. One hundred and three maps. It's just, um, yeah, that's great. Uh, oh, that new Donk yeah,
1: City I, stage, man.
0: Oh yeah, I, I'm actually most still most excited about the Breath of the Wild oh, stage, show But yeah. yeah, that one that one looks pretty cool, especially with the one up. Uh, Was it one up Superstar? Uh, Was what it what's the the, the the I can't remember the, name of the song. Uh, one up something though. Um, but yeah, I, when I came away from this, uh, E3, Justin and I were texting back and forth and my response to him was about it was like, this is what the E3 direct should have been here. Oh yeah. No like, shit. Take out the 25 minutes of shit that we don't like 9% of the people don't care about. Like even myself, um, and put that in there and you would have had, we, everybody thoughts would have, you could have kept the Ridley in there, save King K rule and, Save on Belmont for later, uh, but and like made that its own like made a direct out of that with the stuff you announced it. Like just swap those two things around, and you would have had a great direct uh, E three direct. You would they probably would have won E three, um, because everything announced in here. This is stuff that like not I'm not going to say casual fans care about too much, but there's a lot more stuff we could take away from this as a casual fan uh, or as a hardcore fan even uh, could, could out than. Like, the, the one, my, my complaint for the the direct at E3 was it was too inside baseball. It felt more like it was for, like, the pro gamers and, like, the super hardcores. And this is, like, for everybody else. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't wait for this. Uh, after the E3 direct, I was kind of, like, down a little bit on Smash. And I can't wait for this. Just, like, hyped all over again. Oh, yeah. Um, which maybe is a good thing. I don't know. Maybe it's better to get the bad stuff out of the way and have the good stuff later. um. But yeah, this was awesome. Like the the new game modes, uh, all all the new characters are exciting, and I don't even you know, I don't even really care about them that much. Um, I'm not a Caspian guy. I don't really care for King K. Rule, but it's just awesome that they're there. I'm yeah. excited for the people. that are excited, um, and just yeah, everything like everything about it, like seeing more details, about more stages, uh, all that. It was awesome. I I loved it. Um, so. Yeah, I don't you know, obviously it looks like we're going to get some more details soon. Might might even be another direct here sometime in, like later this year. Um I am still really curious, excuse me, really curious what the uh that hidden thing is on the map. I'm hoping for uh a lot of people were talking about is this like the subspace uh emissary where it was called uh and I'm hoping it's more like a if they just like do what like a lot of fighting games have been doing lately. With like Mortal Kombat started it when they rebooted it with Netherrealm, um, and like the Injustice games and Dragon Ball Fighters, where it's like a story mode. Like you don't have to do like the subspace stuff. That's fine. Like I don't actually. I'd rather much rather have like if they just had it like it's a fighting game, like with the story mode to it, and you just give me reasons to fight with these characters, and just play the. You just but the fighting is just a regular game. Huh. That would be awesome. Yeah, that it would be. be. Like you got you got seventy three characters right now. Uh, you're probably gonna you're gonna have more out, uh, here before the game comes out. Uh, you can easily make a really fun story mode like a Mortal Kombat or uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. I kind of uh, I kind
1: personally hope they would actually make it a more tune of say like an adventure mode. You know, kind of like how they did with Melee, where you went mm-hmm. through specific portions, you battled a specific amount of characters and stuff. Only like sort of mix it around and stuff like that. I'm not saying like a classic mode. No, I mean classic mode is there. It's finally back. But yeah. Man, adventure mode of Melee was pretty awesome in and of itself because you had a set amount of characters you can play against. It would be mixed up in terms of, like, certain formats, one-on-one, like, one-on-two, you know, two-on-two and stuff. But it also had those little obstacle course things that you had to navigate around, like, racing across the Mushroom Kingdom and, like, try to find the Triforce or something inside of a little Hyrule Temple thing, and that would lead up to the battle with, like, Link or Zelda or Ganondorf or whatever the hell. But, uh... Something akin to that, where at the end and stuff, you have to face off against Master Hand and stuff, and Crazy Hand just do all that other awesome yeah. stuff. Oh, that would help. The events
0: and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, would, I would love, like, they just um, do more of that. I, I'm i just hoping, like, because there's a lot, a lot of, like, is it going to be, like, boss mode, where, like, you're, uh, because when they, sh- they showed up King K. Rule, like, they showed, like, uh, Samus versus Ridley, Link versus Ganon Mario versus Bowser. They showed up all these, like, iconic, uh, Heroes versus villains in their in their history and then they showed Donkey Kong versus King K rule. Nice. So people are like, is this gonna be like you could like a boss rush mode where you fight all the bosses of Nintendo? Oh uh which would be really cool. Yeah that would. Uh so I don't know. I, I mean I came away way more excited for this game than I was before, which I was already really excited for. It. Yep. Uh, so they're doing a good job. I was shocked, you know, how early um, you know, here we are, early August already doing this when we have other stuff coming sooner, like uh, um, Dark Souls is coming. We got the online coming. Uh, we got Pokemon before that. Uh, so I was a little shocked how early they did it, but it, it was awesome. So hopefully they can kind of keep riding this wave, and we hear more soon.
1: Oh my gosh! Um, go ahead. I was like, oh my gosh, man! it's like, and they still haven't said like pretty much for the rest of the year what they're
0: releasing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm still waiting on Hyper Light Drifter for the Switch. Yep. But- so, it's coming out this summer. It's fucking August 11th. Uh, but, um, same with Dark Souls. That's what's coming out this summer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, uh, moving on to a couple of other topics here. So, we got some gameplay this week. Uh, a couple of games. Uh, first up, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 got its first gameplay shown off um, on Thursday morning. Uh, we will have got a chance to take a look at it. Uh, you're, I, you're more of a Red Dead guy than I am. Okay. Uh. Where, where, where did you come away on this game?
1: I felt the, the gameplay. I felt the gameplay perspective looked kind of awesome. I mean, immediately from the get-go, inside the video, you're seeing, like, a whole bunch of, like, the random, like, scenery of the whole, like, uh, late 1800s and stuff like that. Like, uh, like, the start of, like, the Industrial Revolution started to begin and stuff with, like, the, the factories and this and that. Going yeah. through and, like, being, like, you can choose between being, like, a law-biting, not like a law, but like an honorable, like, say, uh, like an audible cowboy or something like that or you could be like, like one, Robin Hood kind of like a basically. yeah basically and it depends upon like the choices you make it, they made it a priority in this trailer in the you know from this Rockstar trailer here that uh, everything you say or do actually matters at, at one point and stuff you were like walking on the street and all of a sudden some random lady goes was like oh hey you killed my cousin you know just like oh, all yeah. that shit and I'm like oh my god oh my god if it's gonna be that type of moral binding and stuff like every little thing that's gonna be kind of funny just to go forth and like maybe just just screw around with it. All of a sudden, just to see how like certain NPCs or certain things just react to what you do. They look like they are evolving a little bit of like what the dead aim, like the dead eye stuff started to do, which actually makes me a little bit more excited. They actually went on record saying there's gonna be another part to the gameplay for Red Dead Redemption Two, which I'm kind of looking forward to because after watching. This video, this definitely seems like a game I'm going to be getting into because everything looks so vast, so crisp. The story behind this looks like it's very intriguing in terms of how you can actually interact with a bunch of the gang members inside the big ol' gang and stuff. You get to know a little bit more about them, and by choosing to do certain things, you get deeper and stuff. So it looks like... It kind of looks like a social ranking system, you know, like how... You can maximize, like, friendship bonds and sort of things and, like, the gang, like, that you're accompanying with and this and that. It looks fairly deep, and it looks kind of fairly more interesting in some aspects than, say, Red Dead Redemption was. Which, yeah, this is a prequel. <laughs> which kind of, in a way, makes sense. But the other thing, I kind of wish it was sort of, like, after the events of the original. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Other than that, though, I was left very impressed with what was there
0: cool um i am you know I, it's very well known i don't hide the fact that I'm not the biggest star guy i buy every single one of their games every time play it for 10 hours 15 hours and then i just kind of fall out of it um did the same thing with red dead redemption one red dead before that um but yeah i mean watch this gameplay for it uh, it definitely like they it looks like they've done a lot they've, they've used some stuff from the g what they've learned from gta 5 uh, they've done a lot of, uh, expanding, uh, on what they did with Redemption 1. Um, especially with some of the morality stuff to it. Yeah. Like it was like in the first one, like Marston, uh, he is like, he leaves the gang and he's trying to become a good guy again. And like trying to basically like, um, make amends for the awful things he did while in the gang. And this one, you're like totally in the gang. Uh, but yeah, it's like, you could be Robin Hood or you could just be this complete terrible person. Um, and yeah, I think that could be, be kind of cool. It's been a, it's been a little while since we, we played a game like that, a big game like this yep. where they had that kind of system uh, or it was overused for a very long time and it's kind of gone away. Uh, but this way, it seems like they're doing The way they're showing it, at least. Uh, yeah, it seems like every little thing you can do matters. Where, like, in most games, they always say that. And it never actually is the case, really. Um, and this one, if it actually is like that, it's awesome, like I said. Like, the, the woman yelling at you for killing her cousin. Uh, there's a guy on the ledge, like... Uh, barely hanging on you can choose whether to walk away save them or push them off Um, oh god there's like people there's people like like committing crimes out in the just out in the desert and they see you and it's just like they like like what are you gonna do just walk away and you can like choose whether or not to like uh, save these people or you can just walk away Um, you know it's just uh, it looks really cool some of the the base stuff that kind of like ugh I don't really wanna do that where you can like you have, like, camps you have to, you can take care of. Them. You can get food and money for. Uh, uh, that stuff looks terrible. Bring it back to, like, Fallout 4. Like, that was the worst part about Fallout 4. Um, I mean, not to say it. I mean, it's, a, it's like, a technical bad thing. Uh, just I did not enjoy doing it. I know a lot of people that still just play Fallout 4 because of that system. Like, that's what kept them going. Um, so I'm sure that makes sense to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, you know, every every time with the G2, with the Rockstar Games, I'm like, I'm not going to buy your game. I'm not going to buy it. Like, I'm not. I know what's going to happen. And every time I buy the damn game. So, I'm going to say right now, uh, I'm not planning on buying this game. I don't plan on playing it. But I'm more likely I'm going to buy it. Um, It's going (laughs) to happen. Especially because right before Extra Life, and uh, there's, like, everything, like... Is like either way before Extra Life or way after Extra Life or right after Extra Life. Yep. That's coming out because we're trying to avoid this game. So this game is kind of like destroying my Extra Life day uh, because nobody's going to come out around it. Uh, so I'm probably going to end up buying this just because of that reason, uh, just for something to play, and it comes out like the week before. Um,
1: so by the way, and also go ahead. By the way, when what day is Extra Life this year?
0: Uh, I want to say November. 3rd let me look it up I have Extra Life here my favorites yeah it's loading right now yeah
1: because it's like just knowing the day itself and stuff could actually decide like whether or not you're going to spend like maybe a good maybe a good chunk of that playing Red Dead Redemption yeah
0: <laughs> no- November 3rd is when it is so it comes out o- October 26th it comes come the week before yep uh, so like as soon as I saw that date and I knew what the date of Extra Life was and then E3 because E3 is always kind of my, my barometer of like yep. what I'm going to play you... uh, like last year it's like Wolfenstein sass creed mario came out like the week before oh and, that was such a dream like, yeah uh and then this year it's just like red dead uh, redemption 2 you know, <laughs> yeah red dead redemption 2 just kind of destroyed and that for that's me. it so yeah so yeah that's it yeah like the the two games i'm most excited for outside of that well spider-man is the one i'm most excited for but then the two games uh, i'm most excited to play after that um come out in uh, right after extra life so in pokemon and smash so uh yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably in on buying it. I don't know why I keep saying I'm not going to. I'm going to buy into the hype like I do all the time. <laughs> uh, I do it like five times a year, like a game I'm not interested in, and, and like the week before, like right after when it comes out, I hear nothing but positive things. I'm like, ah, fuck it, I'll go buy it. And I buy it and play it for five hours or ten hours, and I'm like, ah, I'm done. So, yeah, uh, I'm not trying to knock the game. It's just not my type of game. I, I recognize that Rockstar makes fantastic games, uh, but they're just, uh, outside of Bully, uh, I don't really care for uh, uh, Rockstar games but if you make a bully too uh, even just HD remake bully I'd be very happy uh, so mm, do that please yes actually.
1: it's been an incredibly long time since I've actually played a Rockstar games game itself since the whole yeah. around the Auto five fiasco I had in bumpy s3
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah so
1: we is almost five yeah, years so, old actually now that I think about it <laughs>
0: yeah that's crazy to think that this is like their first real like gta 5 is like the like the highest selling game. On this generation of consoles, yep. it's, it's a last gen game, um, which is crazy. I think, um, but yeah, let's uh, let's move on to a game that I am extremely excited about: uh, Doom Eternal. Mm. Uh, finally, got some gameplay for that. Uh, QuakeCon was uh, was on Friday. Um, showed off some gameplay for uh, Rage Two as well. That looks awesome. Uh, then they announced that uh, Quake Champions is going free to play on, on PC. Uh, but the, the real meat and potatoes for us, anyways, is uh, Doom Eternal will show off. We got like oh, yeah. 25 minutes of gameplay. Cool. Uh, dude, I didn't. You know, I. You know, they could have just made it like cut and pasted it on, on like Doom on Earth, and I would have been like totally in. Yeah. But they have like they have found a way to make this game look and oh, look so much better. Um. So some of the big things they change is like. You're almost like the Predator now, from like the movies, oh. where you have like a little rocket launcher, flamethrower thing on your shoulder yep. that comes out. Like Predator had like the laser that he has, like a flamethrower. Uh, he even has like the little knife on his wrist, like the Predator had. Oh my God, yeah. um, that uses a melee, and then the shotgun, the super shotgun has a like a grappling hook yeah, on it. That's so fucking insane. Yeah, so they have like made this game like way more like uh, you can like the way you move around is, like, so much faster. Like, the game was already extremely fast. Like, you're, like, fucking running, like, a 2 three, forty uh, yard dash here. And they have found a way to make it, like, you're moving faster than before. It feels like you're moving in just like cause. You, yeah. Yeah, it really is. Like, they just, like, it really feels like... I mean, that's one thing I love about, like, Bethesda games is, like, it feels like all the studios work together because it's, like, you want, like... I remember, when, like E3 last year, when we're looking at Wolfenstein 2, I'm like, that looks like they just used some Doom elements. Yep. Um, and like you can argue some there's some Doom elements that are things in Doom that came from like Wolfenstein, uh, with the machine gun guys. Technically, it's like
1: technically, Tyler, there are like references to both series inside each particular game in the Wolfenstein series. Yeah. References the Doom, and then there's like inside yeah. Doom, there's references to the Wolfenstein. You know, it's like it's so think,
0: nuts. Yeah, like the Doom guy is like the believed to be like a. Uh, ancestor of the um, Blasky was from Wolfenstein. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's just yeah, it's crazy, but it's just like yeah, like no, it's like Rage two it looks like like a lot like Doom, um, and like now they have like the grappling hook like from Just Cause. Uh, it's gonna be crazy. We're gonna have like the fucking dragon shout here in Doom three. <laughs> uh, <Whoa>. But uh, <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, maybe the, Maybe the Doom guy can be in Elder Scrolls 6. Oh. oh. that'd be amazing. I'd, play I'd buy that no, game. No, dude. Uh,
1: that'd be awesome. That'd be kind of funny as like all of a sudden it's like you get to that certain part of the game and all of a sudden you're like, you just get a flashback or something like that of his humble beginnings or something like that and he was just there with B.J.
0: Blaskowitz. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm totally in for that. I would it would be so fucking fuck
1: crazy you. that it would just blow my mind. That's what it would be.
0: Yeah. Yes. I'm all for that. Make that so. Um, Never going to happen, but make it so. Um but yeah, yeah like so they have the grappling hook now, so, so you can like jump uh shoot a guy at the grappling hook and like uh go towards him and then like melee him. Uh they added some of the new car- some new car- uh enemies from like the original game. You have like the the soldiers. Uh one part there's like uh demons is a is a slur. Uh we like to we like to use morally challenged. The morally challenged uh, <laughs> like which was <laughs> awesome. I laughed so hard at that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, dude, that was great. <laughs> um, that's, you know what that's playing yeah. poking fun at, right?
0: <laughs> What's that,
1: dude? You know how people were like so up, you know, like some like uh, Nazi sympathizers were like so up in arms and stuff from like Wolfenstein Two. Yeah. Oh, dude! It the way that they phrase that in that trailer and stuff like that, we don't like to call them the freaking. It's like poking fun at the people that get so freaking super serious about certain things. Like you could you know, that oh, yeah. they. They try to make excuses for people or things that like do extremely terrible things.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, true, <laughs> true. Dumbass, lip tarts. Oh my um, god. Yeah. Moral Th- that. Oh man, that game. Mortal. <laughs> it's it's like twenty five minutes of just pure orgasm. It just, is what it was, dude. On. The mu- oh god, the music was fantastic. Mick Jordan killed Gordon killed it again. What did you think, Gables?
1: Oh my god. Oh my god, this whole trailer is just amazing from beginning to finish, you know, it's like you're just thrown into a world, it's a post-apocalyptic Earth it looks like, and quintessentially you're just doing a bunch of like new things and stuff, you're using new forms of melee weapons, you're facing new types of demons, you're just going through and it's, oh man, the whole freaking grappling hook from one thing to another and stuff, getting to higher places and just comboing and stuff, it just really makes you just... It really gives me the same feeling I did when I started playing Doom on the PS4 a couple years ago. And now, all I'm thinking about is wanting to play Doom (laughs) 2. I just wish they would have gave the release date for this stuff. You know?
0: Yeah. We got got a release window in 2019. Okay,
1: so so it's next year. (sighs)
0: Something. Hopefully next year. Uh Oh, man. Yeah, I, I mean, we could just, like, Go on and on about how great that game looked, but yeah, like we were already super pumped, and they somehow like I don't know how they lived up to the hype for I get for me and you, but they they did and they blew that away. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know how excited I've been to play a game, in, um, in a very long time. Like this, the excitement level I'm at right now is a level I had not been forever. Uh, I can't think of a game. Where I was just pumped, maybe like MGS 5 for the last time, been that excited, <laughs> this excited for a game, uh, which is saying something. Um, but yeah, oh boy, that game looks great. Um, but let's move on to our last topic of the show. Yeah. Uh, this this one's a little bit of a this one's a heavy one. A lot of going on with this one. So for people don't know, this happened like late, late, late Tuesday night, mm-hmm. um, and um, it has to do with IGN um so basically um not gonna, i don't know how to pronounce his last name but his name is philip um munich i think is how you say his last name um but he is a uh, nintendo editor at ign or, or was rather um he released a uh review It went on youtube uh, for ign for dead cells um uh, and then Uh, I think it was like he released it like on Sunday or Monday and then on that night, uh, Tuesday night, uh, someone from uh, a website or a YouTube channel called Boomstick Gaming uh, released a video called, uh, I think IGN uh, plagiarized my review. What do I do? And um, that blew up fairly quickly. Oh, yeah. Um, And he had like the Boomstick guy even had like the video he posted was just like side by side comparisons of like him saying something and then Philip from IGN saying something that was very, very similar. Um, And even a couple points where like the videos that were on, they were on the video reviews were the exact same. And at one point, the timestamps of the quotes even lined up almost exactly. Uh, So, and it wasn't like, ah, you could kind of write it off. Like it was very specific words. um, Like, uh, like, um, so let me see if I can look up here. Okay, so, so let me kind of read part of this article. So, um, Booster Game posted a video titled IGN copied my Dead Soul review. What do I do? In it, the video maker plays a sequence of clips from his own review of the roguelike action platformer and compares them to the IGN video review, uh, revealing a number of phrases that are strikingly similar. So, and um, Boomstick review that came out a week before Phillips did. Um, this is a quote from the review. Uh, this combat system is fast, fluid, responsive, and one of the most rewarding representations of 2D combat of, of the entire game. Uh, and Then Phillips' uh, quote from his was, Fights are fast, fluid, responsive, and hands down one of the most uh, gratifying representations of video game combat I've ever experienced. Um, so the text is very similar. They it's a lot of the words like the fast, fluid, responsive, represent, representations, uh, a lot of that he just and this goes on and on and on uh like throughout the entire review pretty much feels like 75 80 percent of this review is kind of, uh, pretty much uh, taken with, with a few words uh kind of moved around or replaced uh mm-hmm. but few and far between um so this came out uh kind of went on all day tuesday uh kind of took over the internet um and then late Wednesday night, um, they uh, uh, IGN announced that they uh, uh, had parted ways with Philip. Uh, he was terminated from IGN. Um, and so some stuff came out. Jesse Schreier of Kotaku, whose article I'm currently reading right now, um, he um, he posted. Uh, so people like were posting things like there's a review of from Nintendo Life. Uh, there's a FIFA 18 review for the Switch. That um, not as bad as this one, but there's definitely you can see where like. Um, it looks like he might have uh, taken some things from the video review from uh, Nintendo Life for the FIFA 18 for Switch and made it for his own. Uh, not like I said, not as uh, obvious, not as bad as the Dead Cells one. Uh, and then uh, Philip finally on Friday night released a uh, kind of a uh, not I don't know if I what want like a rebuttal. It's not really an apology. I don't really know what it's more of a is, response. But... Yeah, that's a better way to put it. So he responded. He made he made a video uh, on YouTube on his uh, a YouTube channel, which was he was a pretty he had a decent following on YouTube before he was hired by Aegean, which is the reason he got hired by Aegean. Um Coming on there saying uh, that he uh, it was not intentional. Uh, he uses uh, he watches other reviews, reads other people's opinions before um, writing his own, um, and basically he was very stressed and all blah blah blah. blah. Uh, so kind of long story short he said uh kind of accused Kotaku Jason Schreier of getting uh, clicks off his name and kicking a man while he's down and uh he did not uh basically denied everything saying he did not uh take he did not um plagiarize this video Hmm. and then um said told Jason Schreier I see I see you posting about the FIFA 18 review uh and told him to keep looking and let me know if you find anything uh denying everything uh and didn't didn't apologize for anything, um, at all. Basically denying everything, uh, kind of a lot of people came off uh, as did not make did not look good for him. Oh, the way he came oh off. Oh no, of this. not at all. Yeah, no. So he uh, and there's a kind of there's
1: actually a kind of a worse part to that too. I think he actually deleted the video that he actually uploaded.
0: Yeah. So the video has been deleted. Um, there was some backlash too because he was monetizing off the video. Wow. Uh, and then. Jason Schreier, a few hours later, uh, found a uh, another review of his. He did for um, Mega or uh, I'm sorry, Metroid: Sam's Returns, um, where uh, Engadget did a, re- a video review, and then a couple days later, uh, five days later actually, he did a review, a video review on his own um, uh, YouTube channel, and this one uh, is about as bad, if not as bad as a dead cells one where it's not even like, you can't even deny the fact. Holy shit. Uh, so he challenged him. He found it. Uh, he challenged Jason. Jason found more. Uh, but yeah. So Philip, yeah. Like, like Gables was saying, he deleted the, the video uh, and there were some, like some complaints going on. Cause like he was like in the comment section, it looked like people were like being super positive to him on the video. Come to find out he was like uh, liking those and they would, I guess when you like him or hurt something, uh, as a as a YouTuber, it'll pop those ones up to the top, so you'd see all the positive stuff uh, first, and then all the negative stuff was pretty much was it was mostly like there was like at one point it was like fourteen hundred uh, likes and like nine thousand dislikes for that video, uh, so it was not going super well for him. Uh, he did not play this off super well. Um, so after all that. Uh, as of Saturday night, nothing else is going on with him. Uh, other than he deleted the video this afternoon. Um, so Gables, after all this, where are you at on this one, buddy?
1: Alright, we're to begin with this one now. Well, first and foremost, after doing some bit of research myself, checking out not only like the comparison videos between his review, Philip's review, and from the indie gamer website no indie gamer youtuber what's his name again forget like boomstick it. gaming boomstick Gaming. i'm man i'm bad with names i actually subscribed right. to boomstick gaming's channel as a result of uh it's a great name by the yeah, way it is a great name <laughs> boomstick gaming and quite honestly i think it's absolute shit for his review to be plagiarized to that extent you know and on top of that, it's also bad for the developers that were behind Dead Cell as well because Dead Cells it's been getting some great positive reviews from everyone, and now yeah. their game is coming up with some idiot that goes forth and they're just doing just basic stupid shit because he did not want to write a full review. review. <laughs> so bless you, thank you. So, when it comes to Philip, after Tracking down his response video, considering he deleted his before I had a chance to watch it, I had to go through and I just went forth on YouTube and said, okay, Dead Cells. And so I just wrote in Dead Cells response. And someone actually captured his video that he had uploaded, re-uploaded it. It was fairly early. It was like about a half an hour or something like that. I actually catched it before like uh, everything else, like... Uh... <laughs> I basically got it when as soon as they locked it up, you know. So what I ended up doing I was just watching it and as I'm just I'm just watching his facial expressions, I'm want I'm like listening to what he has to say, it's like he doesn't really apologize for anything. He is blaming Jason Schreier for not only like for like getting clickbaits off of his like uh you know for his stuff, you know, from past work that he's done, blah 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 and so on and so forth. He makes himself he tries to spin it in a way where he's blaming others and on top of that spinning it so he's the victim in this case and scenario where there's a proven now there's a record there is an actual proven record now that it looks like he's been doing this plagiarizing of like other people's works for game reviews for quite a number of like for quite a while now. I mean, you just mentioned the thing with the Metroid, like, Samus Returns and stuff. I was unaware of the End Gadget review. Yeah. I was unaware of that until Jason Schreier brought that up. I was definitely unaware of the FIFA 18 stuff that Nintendo Life did, and even though it probably wasn't as bad as, say, like, what the, like, uh, Samus Returns review and even of the Dead Cells one, man... This is just horrible. Any way you can just sort, any way you can look at it and stuff like that. I don't feel sorry for this guy. I definitely do not feel like he's going to repair anything. As a matter of fact, he's making himself more more or less look like a dirtbag because for one, he was monetizing off of his own video to try to you know, like to spur some sort of like like sympathy or something like that, and he's making money off of that. You know, that's just all sorts of shady. I have like, honestly, I am very surprised how IGN handled this situation at all. They were very upfront about it after everything all said and done. They were, went on record and said, like, we do not tolerate plagiarizing, blah, 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 and so on and so forth. So it was – here's the thing. Even after, like, watching Phelps' review and stuff like that – I know, I'm just going all over the place here. I'm still trying to form, like, cohesive opinion on this. Hey, Just watching bits and portions of that and just seeing things being muttered word for word inside Boomstick Gaming's, like, his review upon Dead Cells, and then just seeing the timestamps match the same, I mean, holy crap. And all of that response and stuff, it's like, he blatantly went word for word, it's like he was watching, and I kid you not, he probably was doing this, he was probably watching Boomstick Gaming's review and just recorded his voice... In certain timestamps, in order to try to go forth and, like, just do a lot of this various, like, things and stuff. But yet, I am very happy the way IGN handled it. Not only did they let him go, they issued a statement. And not only that, they redid the review for Dead Cells. And guess what? The person who did it did a hell of a lot better of a job than what Philip did.
0: He actually tried. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's his own writing. So that helps.
1: So, in Overall, my thoughts and opinion upon the situation and stuff, it's like, man, it's entirely shitty for a few different parties. Boomstick Gaming, even though now he's now reaping the benefits because of this exposure on a major scale, is now making his channel, as of this recording, like, close to around 70,000 subscribers now. And he was a humble little yeah. channel.
0: Yeah. He's got, he had, uh... Yeah? Go ahead. He had, like, about 10,000 subscribers. Last weekend, oh my god! And gosh. that video had over a million lists, a million watches or views uh, within a couple of days, and yeah, now he's over seventy thousand subscribers. Now he's
1: so got, he's now he's
0: he's doing pretty good for himself now.
1: And that's the thing about the internet; you can't get away for like plagiarism stuff on the internet because people are gonna find out. People are gonna start digging, and not only that, and stuff. The people who actually did the hard work and review and stuff, they're going to reap the benefits as. Is readily deserved by Boomstick Gaming, as they deserve that dude deserves all the credit for doing that review, doing this and do that. He was the victim in this case and scenario, not just him, yeah, but also the developer of Dead Cells and even a company like IGN, because it makes their company look entirely terrible if they have one of the reviewers knowingly, painstakingly, like plagiarizing his work in order to try to expand it as his own, because that reflects upon the company's, their company is like. Oh, hey, maybe uh, their audience, you know, it's like, oh, hey, maybe I shouldn't go to this side. It's like they're blatantly plagiarizing indie gamers' work, you know, indie reviewers, this and that. But uh, in this situation and stuff, I feel like IGN was in the right to not only let him go, not only just to, like, go forth and just issue to say, okay, this is our stance on this. Very professional, mind you. And also redo the review. So they're in the right. The person who is the biggest culprit here is this Philip. And I would not go as extreme as some people have been doing and actually just harassing his family and harassing things and of that. I mean, that's extreme. That's very extreme. The yeah. thing about this situation and stuff like that is, hey, let him reap what he sowed. Not only that and stuff, but hell, I hope he does not have, like, a very lucrative, like, Anywhere close to like a career or something like that that he had inside the video games and stuff. Because even though he has plagiarized stuff, I mean, it would have made a lot better sense in his opinion if he could just own up to it, apologize for what he did, for what he did, not blaming other people for what, you know, basically what... Uh, for stuff that... You know, him blaming other people for stuff that he obviously did. So it's like... The writing's on the wall right here, and it's, like, what I was just thinking, just, like, watching over a lot of this stuff earlier on today. It's, like, if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, then, man, that is one dead duck. Yeah. So, <laughs> what do you think upon all this, Tyler?
0: <laughs> um, I'm pretty much on board with you on everything, you know. I uh, can't wait for it. Like, I am a casual listener of Nintendo Voice Chat on IGN. Yeah. Which he's been the host of for about a year now. Wow. Um, I didn't, I didn't like love him. I didn't really hate him. He was just kind of he was there. Uh, he definitely felt like he kind of went from being like this guy with like a much like Boomstick Gaming, where he had like a, a good following on YouTube, to uh, now he is the host of uh, you know a show with hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of listeners um, within just a very short amount of time. Uh, you know, he always kind of looked like he was he was always seemed nervous and like, almost like maybe the job is like too much for him Probably. Uh, or overwhelmed maybe. Um, but he wasn't terrible. He wasn't like, he wasn't the highlight of the show. He was, never right the, back. he was, he, did, he was a good host. I'll say, uh, he kind of, he did a good job of keeping the show in line. Um, but, um, yeah. Um, with this, this whole thing, like coming out Tuesday night, I read about it. Like I knew he, he I watched the review before all this happened. Uh, I, I, I watched most IGN reviews. Uh, and, um, that was fine. I'm like, Oh, okay, I was interested in the game too. For, Cause, the, and, uh, so when I, when I heard about it, I'm like, Oh, that's Philip for you. Cause I follow him on Twitter and I'm like, I knew right away who that was. I'm like, this is not good. Um, and, but I was just like, ah, it's probably nothing big or probably it's whatever. Then I watched Boomstick Gaming's, uh, uh, video they did. And I was just like, uh, he's, and I was taught Justin and I were texting back and forth that night about it. And I was just like, dude, this, uh, I don't think this looks good for him. This is probably the worst thing you can do, um, as a writer or journalist outside of anything like crazy illegal, outside of like a felony. There's probably nothing worse you can do, um, in in that business. And I, like Gables was saying, I think IGN did the best they could do They handle it swiftly. You know, it was basically spent the one day, uh, going over it and, um, parted ways with them which is the right thing to do I think I think there was no other they had no other choice uh it was very obvious in this case what was happening um and just when it seemed like it was kind of blown over uh he was he did his his thing I I felt kind of bad for him in a way you know like maybe he was he just he made a mistake he fucked up it's you know uh he's gonna go quiet for a little bit um you know eat eat, uh, some places shit um as he probably should be doing and um came out that video and it's just like wow like you like any sympathy that anybody had for you is now completely gone um you know de- denying it like was saying kind of passing the buck on other people uh make playing the victim card um you know like if if he would came out in that video and said Yo, i fucked up that was my bad i did this and i shouldn't have done it um he in some time down the road, he probably could have had a, a job somewhere, maybe not in front of the camera, um, but at the very least, could be doing some stuff behind the scenes somewhere for uh, a company. And now, uh, I don't see how he, this guy, um, and it sucks being in San Francisco, one of the most expensive places to live in the world, especially most expensive place to live in America. Um, you know, I don't see how anybody could hire this guy, uh, at least anytime soon, because um, he has just made it worse for himself throughout. Um and it sucks, you know, and uh uh IGN's taking a lot of heat for it, which um, you know, people say no, he should have seen this coming. There's there's signs of this, but nobody caught it, you know. He's been there for over a year now, and uh nobody caught this until this happened, until Boomstick Gaming caught it, and then that's when people looked. Uh so it's, I, I'm not gonna knock uh some people at IGN for not catching it when millions of people that uh are listeners of IGN or going on the website uh, didn't catch it for that long either I think it's ridiculous to think that uh, I think that's just people that um, IGN being one of the biggest websites for for gaming in the world uh, kind of the downside is where everybody's gonna take a chance to kind of knock you just like you know anybody else that's never won anything uh, the dynasty of whatever uh, you're gonna take shots for every little thing you do wrong. Um, or people are just gonna hate you for no reason, just because you're successful. Um, so, I mean, that's part of the game, I guess. But yeah, it's just, it's a huge bummer. Uh, you know, like uh, it, it sucks for the people that work there uh, um IGN because that's just one more reason for people to hate them. Uh, that's, uh, you know, it's like that just makes their life work that worse. They have something I'm sure they had a lot of friends there. He, was, he seemed like he was well liked. Uh, so it's probably uh, uh, a lot of people on Twitter, uh, at IGN were are talking about it was today. You know, Wednesday or Thursday um, was a really shitty day of work. Um, going in, not only dealing with all the investigation stuff and the plagiarism stuff, and then going in on Thursday, and a coworker uh, just got fired. Um, so it's got that sounds like a pretty bad day at the office. Uh, so um, it sucks, uh, you know, for those guys because. Uh, unfairly they're gonna get a lot of heat for it uh but i mean looking at the kind of the like you're talking about the boomstick gaming guy like uh i i liked his response with the whole thing where like from the beginning he's like not trying to get anybody in trouble here all i want i'm not trying to ask for money i'm not asking for anything i just want my credit and recognition for my review yeah no shit uh which i think is fair that's 100 fair and ign
1: did they gave him credit for yeah. his review yep
0: yeah, and the statement they they made when philip they announced that philip had been terminated from his contract uh, they, they apologized to Boomstick Gaming. They did a video on YouTube, uh, doing the same thing about him being terminated and apologized to Boomstick Gaming. Uh, Philip responded with saying, uh, in, you know, saying, uh, apologizing to Boomstick Gaming. Uh, but really I don't think anybody needs to apologize for him because this is probably the best thing that happened to him. Jeez. And a lot of people on, uh, <laughs> online were saying it'd be perfect that they hired that guy to replace philip oh that um, would
1: be the biggest like kick in the pants for that dude too <laughs> yeah
0: but i mean I, like he went from being like he had a f- pretty successful um youtube channel to now he's yeah like you said he's he's over, over 70 he's his uh uh subscriber rate has gone up seven times the amount than when it was this time last wow week, yeah which that's is, true which is which is awesome so uh i would say he definitely got his recognition and i watched a couple of his videos since then you subscribe to him and I'm like, ah, he's really good at what he does. Like, he's really good. Uh, I hope he gets a... Like, maybe he'll get a job out of this, you know? Like, so, I mean, the only thing I really disagree on you about is, like, the Dead cell stuff. I think, like, I don't think this is a bad thing at all. Like, if this game was came out and it was, like, a 6 out of 10, that would be really bad for Dead Cells. But uh, Philip gave it a 9.7. I think the new review gave it, like, a 9.4. Um, and the, the uh, Boomstick Gaming re- review gave it, like, a 9.0. So, this is, like, the fact that this is a very well-loved game and... IGN even in their um, statement when they got rid of Philip talked about how everybody in the uh, in the office loving loves that game, um, like that's you know it's like not maybe the reason you want to be in the press so much um, it's not you know when your game comes out you'd like the, the game be talked about so much because of how much people like it but um, the fact that this has been such a big deal I think it's probably meant more sales I think more people are noticing this game because of this fiasco oh, yeah. so. I would say probably that game got some more sales out of this whole this whole uh, controversy, and Boomstick Gaming obviously is uh, reaping the benefits of this thing. And I, don't, and I don't think like he did this in a, in a mean way. No. Boomstick Gaming, I'm not trying to make something like that. Uh, like, but I think the way he kind of like I said, the way he came about it, saying I just want recognition for it. I didn't want money or anything like that. I just want recognized from my, from my work, and that's like I said, 100 percent fair. Uh, and he's getting recognized for it, and that's just awesome. To see at least some positives out of this really shitty, situ- this really shitty situation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I think that's going to wrap up the show, Gables. Oh, uh man. Yeah. So, we're going to skip what we've been playing this week. Uh, and we need to get through all the topics. I have, like, another <laughs> four or five. Uh, so, like I said, a lot of, like, any one of those four topics we talked about today could have been, like, the main story of... Yes. Uh, uh any other show and that was all one week and we have a few other good ones that we can get to i guess we could probably save for next week um so yeah thank you guys uh, for listening if you want to hear more from us it's been a couple weeks so we'll see if i remember all these uh uh check us out on facebook we have a page and a group at drunk Dashers podcast like to join us on there at twitter at drunk nerds pod follow us on there on TV slash drunk nerds podcast follow us in there send a friend request please uh, like friends friends are good on YouTube at Drunk Nerds Podcast. Uh, subscribe to us on there as well. Give us a big thumbs up and um, also leave a comment. We really appreciate if you did that. And then, last but not least, check us out on iTunes at Drunk Nerds Podcast. Subscribe to us, please, and leave us a five-star review with a nice little comment. Uh, we really appreciate if you did that as well. Uh, so until next time guys I was your host I was Tyler and
1: I have been Colonel Gables so until next time everyone have yourself a good week play yourself some decent games and don't forget to listen to a great old episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast
0: god damn right Hey Gables
1: too sweet too sweet bye guys see ya